Oh boy, I'm out there in the rain with the toy boat my brother gave me, made me, gave and made me, made and gave me. Oh look, there's a clown in the sewer. I better go talk to him. They had a fucking sewer pipe busted. There's shit up to my ass. Why is there shit up to your ass, Mr. Clown? Because a shit pipe busted. And I'm not a fucking clown. What's your name? Georgie. That's my name. Oh. What's your last name? Dembro. That's my last name. Wait. You... I'm... You're... Me, me is you, you is I? Nah, I'm fucking with you. Uh, Do me a favor. Tell your family to quit using wet wipes. It's clogging the whole system up down here. Oh, wait, you're looking for a clown in a sewer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's tree down from here. Oh, okay, thank uh, you. All right, have fun. All right. His kooky kids with their clown. This is Slasher Movie Podcast Now. An experiment in audio terror and flesh-feasting film fandom. Prepare yourself as your two hellish hosts, Michael Benton and Philip Shadburn, chainsaw their way through the slasher movie classics of yesteryear. From the blood-soaked shores of Crystal Lake to the even more blood-soaked bedrooms of Elm Street, this podcast leaves no factoid unmurdered. I'm Michael. I'm Philip. And this is episode one, nay, chapter one, mm-hmm. more accurately, right? Of a special two-episode dissection <laughs> yes. of the biggest horror film in modern times. It. It, wait, it what? Oh, are you doing a thing I was right trying now? to do that dumb bit. Where it's know. just like, no, it, the movie. No, it, it, it which, we, yeah, well, who's yeah. on first, who's on third, yeah, it's been done. Let's not do it to them. Let's not. All right, it's been a rough week for our audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm to, all I'm going to say is this, I'm in pure celebrato modo. Me too. Don't seriously don't burp because I, I don't want those yeah, ever in there. Sorry. And the fact that you just did that is absolutely absolutely disgusting and i don't want to start this way we're celebrating we're doing it chapter one next week we're doing it chapter two yeah and we're here to discuss this shiz okay but you're over here being a little burpy bear i'm sorry not gonna fly i saw it you should be thank you be best (laughs) yes i think we can officially retire that yes do that (laughs) okay (laughs) okay phil what is the plot of this movie? Because I got to be honest with you, I watched it five times, and fuck if I know, dude. I mean, be honest, though, I wasn't paying any attention. Right, I was completely well, um, blackout drunk. So the kids from Stranger Things move to Maine and <laughs> and take on an evil dancing clown named after a punk rock band. <laughs> what song did they do? Fuck Authority... Divine intervention. I don't know a lot of their shit, to be honest. I was never a big Pennywise guy. Well, hold on. Let's check them out. All right. Ooh, okay. For some reason, I thought that you were going to play Everybody Dance Now. <laughs> I can be a... Hold, yeah. hold on. Hey. Ooh. Phil, what am I doing? The Ace Ventura dance when he was uh, in when he was on stage with um, Cannibal Corpse. And so this song basically espouses 
having sex with Authority. Yeah, he's having sex with a girl named Authority. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, guys, check out Pennywise, available on Apple Music. Gosh darn, isn't that something? Isn't that, special? that is something. And is it a special something? It's a special something. All right, something you take home with you? Yeah. Yeah, lift up, carry through the egress to the it, bedroom? Yeah, it's just takeout food. Oh, okay. Let me just go ahead and dispel this. We're going to get hit with some, um, that isn't a slasher movie from our more neck-bearded listeners. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just stake our claim up front of why we're even doing the It series, right? Okay. Okay. It is, it's it's a horror movie in total, right? Like, it has everything, mm-hmm. okay? It's a ghost movie. It's a monster movie. Demonic possession yeah. movie. It's got everything, actually. It's got everything. Yeah. It's an everything bar, okay? But, I mean, if you're going to say that it's not a slasher, then you have to say that, like, then Candyman, because of all that psychological ghost stuff. Sure, a lot of people want to say it's not a candy movie, a slasher movie. Yes. But it is a slasher movie, and you know what? Look, Pennywise, he's not a big stinky killer with a chainsaw, but he is a killer, mm-hmm. right? No, not of big boobed teenagers, and no, not of camp counselors, right? But he, uh, you know, fucking stop asking questions, okay? It's it's slasher adjacent. How yes. about that? It's slasher adjacent. Slasher adjacent. Adjacent to Voorhees. Yes. <laughs> we got there, Phil. We always do. Oh, we got to remind people again, if you hear outdoor noises, it's because we're recording outdoors because mm-hmm. they say it's better for transmission. For Well, I mean, it makes transmission harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, of course, is based on the Stephen King epic novel of the same name, published in 1986. It is, uh, look, it's an enduring classic, and he has said himself it is his, quote, final exam on horror. Right, his second longest book, uh, the first one being The Stand. Uh, I'm myself. I'm more of an It girl. Mm-hmm. I uh, I read all of Salem's Lot. I've never read all of It. I think you'd enjoy it, man. Yeah, I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. Why am I even doing this with you then? I don't know. I should be doing this with my It boys. Yeah. Not the not this not It It boys. <laughs> What's your favorite Stephen King? Uh, you like novel. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Let's split um, it into two questions. Start first. Favorite Stephen King novel? Uh, well, I, I'd say Salem's Lot, but then I have to read a, a lot more. Uh, I do like Nightmares and Dreamscapes, and the short story collection. Yeah, yeah, I really like his short. Yeah, his like short stuff, which I usually get like an audio book. Uh, there was another one. Um, had the raft and stuff on it. Is that? Is that? What's that called? Different seasons? I Strange things happening? Short I don't story remember. collection by Stephen yeah, King? Yeah, but then there's the one with uh, 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 The Mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a few of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, night! I think that might be the Night Crew. Skeleton Crew. Thank you. We are really doing a poor job of yes. showing how big a fan we I are know. of Stephen King. What's your favorite Stephen King movie, then? Adaptation. Uh, Not the movie with Nicolas okay, Cage. Like, Wait a minute, that's, a, that's, that's my favorite. That's a, that's a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with oh, man. This is hard because I really like Christine. I love Pet Cemetery. I love Maximum Maximum Overdrive for certain reasons. It's just yeah. So yeah, it's just so stupid. It's good. I think he described that as his uh, moron movie. Yeah. Yeah, his last the direct, the only movie he directed, and yeah. Uh, but then there's uh, 
then there's uh the Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption and stuff. What's your favorite Stephen Horror. King movie? Pet Cemetery. There, really? Yeah, that's a good one. Especially mm. that Ramon song at the end. Yeah, you know, hey, ho, let, let's I go. Wanna go up there. <laughs> where the Nani Chupac Wookie Indians died. For me, it's either it. Right? In terms of movie adaptation. My favorite book of all time is It by Stephen King, yeah. actually. So that's my favorite book of his. My favorite Stephen King adaptation would either be today's film uh, or Misery. And I've sort of modeled my entire like hospitality style off of Annie Wilkes. Oh, so boy. there's a lot. Oh, yeah. You Scott know. Scott <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And hobbling, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, This is about a killer clown, and he's chasing from outer space. Sort it's of. It's not. It's not. Nah. It's not. So don't do that. That's okay. not. We don't do jokes like that here. Okay. That's not what we do. And you know that. I'm sorry. You know what? Don't be sorry. Be best. We got to find something better. Okay. Because <laughs> it's that's not going to be. Hashtag relevant. you're great. Hashtag thank you. Yeah. Hashtag you a bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that was nice. I'm sorry. Oh. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. He has nothing to do with this. Uh, in terms of inspiration, but wowzers. I mean, I, yowzers. He was in the clown community. You got some stuff on uh, John Wayne? Yeah. <laughs> Gacy? <clears throat> um, John Wayne Gacy, of course, was an American serial killer with 33-plus victims, uh, all young men and boys. Uh, he was a birthday clown and, like, an event clown that I guess you would see, like, at someone's birthday or some kind of, like, Did you ever see festival. Uncle Buck? <laughs> Yeah. He's like the drunk clown that shows yeah, up. He's, he's just like, all right. Yeah, he's the evil this. Uncle Buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, sure, fine. He was a chubby boy. He was born in Chicago, Illinois in 1942. He died in Crest Hill, Illinois in 1994. Oh, and he just died by surrounded by his loved ones, I would imagine. Mm, yeah, nice, I would say house. so. He was a very respectable <laughs> man of this community until, you God. know. Uh, he was a salesman and a restaurant manager. Uh, uh, in 68, he was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. Would that make sense? That's the common personality trait for murderers, actually. Yeah. He was played in a made-for-TV movie, uh, To Catch a Killer, with Brian Dennehy as John Wayne Gacy. No, when was yeah. this? Like, early uh, 80s or something? Yeah, like, late 80s, I guess. Cause I then, thought Jeremy Renner played him. No, that was... Oh, he played... Dahmer. Dahmer. Uh, but then Mark Holton from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, that was oh, Francis. that's right! And Leprechaun played in uh, 2003's Gacy, which is kind of boring. Like... It was one of those sort of like indie anti-hero... Well, not anti-hero. It, it was... Uh, yeah, it just wasn't that good. Yeah, right, right. Um, William Forsyth played Gacy in a made-for-TV movie, Dear Mr. Gacy. We can never do a movie podcast without William, William Fors- fucking Forsyth yeah. popping his big, dumb Bronx head or yeah. wherever he's from into the middle of our shit. Uh-huh. That's amazing. I love William Forsyth. Yeah. Um, Have you seen that one? No. I haven't seen any I've of the- I've only seen the, uh, the one with Mark Holton. Where I haven't seen any of the uh, the Gacy stuff. I I'm mean, interested I, I, in the uh, Brian Dennehy one. Me? To R.I.P. Dude, yeah, and because this is we're recording this the day before R.I.P. to Alex Trebek, man. Yep, seriously, that, I know that, that was a real one. I used to watch that show a lot as a kid. Me and my dad did, you know, you know. God damn it, that sucks, dude. And fucking Sean Connery a week before, yeah. Like we lost a couple of real fucking like menches. <laughs> Your you know mother I mean? Trebek. 
Yeah. In fact, th- I saw that meme getting shared around that we lost both those guys in mm-hmm. the space of a fucking week, dude. That's such a... Oh, what a shame. What a shame. What a shame. What a mighty fine shame. Okay. Mr. Reynolds, that's swords. No, no, no. He, he goes, I'll take swords. And he goes like, Mr. Reynolds, that's that's S words. All right. Uh, he would bury his victims under his house. And the smell would get bad. Uh, the neighbors would complain, like, yeah, oh, yeah, just be, it must be a dead dog. So he would go get lime, and you know, yeah, and, 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 and then the just bodies. finally, people were like, man, he's buying a lot of lime, and it just plus like the smell just wouldn't mask as Who much. Who is the dumb, trusting, beautiful it's, neighbor? It's always the dumb neighbors, man. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, yeah, it smelled like what can only be described as dissolving bodies. Yeah. But, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, I, look, you know. It's, it, it, it's not the garbage that you let collect. That's human flesh. It never is. It's the journey, not the destination. Yeah, you know? it's the uh, don't stop b- believing mm-hmm. yeah. you know, journey. Wow, we're really optimistic today, and I think yes. I think well, a lot of people are today, you know, and I love that, and I love you, Phil. Well, you know, the wheels in the sky keep on turning. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Did you just coin that? Uh, yes. Oh, that's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. 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 Yeah, I know that's a fucking journey song, okay, smartass? I, I know. Try and get away with that. Um, Carlos Menstelia over here. <laughs> sorry. Uh, here's how Pennywise was uh, created as a character, right? And it itself as a novel. Mm-hmm. It all started one day outside Bangor, Maine, in the early '80s. Little Stephen King, little Stevie, little Stevie in his mid to late '30s was driving through semi-rural Maine when his car broke down on the side of the road. He was miles from anywhere. Right, so he had to hoof it. New England in general, and Maine in particular, is famous for its covered bridges. As he walked across one, he thought of trolls, right? Not the dolls, not the dolls. I'm always thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That would have been great if instead of a killer clown, it was, it was a, a troll yeah. doll. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. This I is... have no value button. I love you. Hey, Pennywise kind of had the same hair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's really true. But no, he was thinking about trolls, the Scandinavian mythological monsters, big, hairy, stinking, unchristian beasts. That ask you questions. Devourers of children, inhabitors of the dark recesses under bridges. He thought about Three Billy Goats Gruff, okay? That's a classic children's fable about three goats, right? You got little brother goat, you got middle brother goat, and you got big brother buck goat. You got buck goat. And how they used their cunning and strength to defeat an evil bridge troll threatening to eat them, right? And King thought, well, why not a monster like a bridge troll, right? One that feeds on the fears and flesh of children, for years by then, uh, everyone was saying Stephen King is the great horror writer. But to him, he just considered himself a writer. He didn't necessarily consider himself a horror writer. It's kind of shocking to me. And so he figured if everyone was going to consider him a horror writer, he was going to write the ultimate horror novel. Instead of a bridge troll, uh, what about a monster living in the sewers, right? Under everyone's feet. And then he asked himself, what's the one form of monster... That is universally scary. Now, in a poll conducted by Vox.com, 42% of Americans said they were, in some way or another, scared of clowns. 
And why not? White grease paint, crazy hair, hobo-inspired hobo fashion, clowns are creepy as fuck. Stephen King had found his great horror monster, the shape-shifting Bob Gray, the evil dancing clown, Pennywise. It had been born. Now, Phil, when we were going back and forth, we were texting about, like, ah, you know, this movie, and oh my god, it's so cool, I can't believe we're doing this, yeah. and things like that, and stuff like that. You texted me and you said uh, you said you said hey um I, I fell down and, and between the wall and the toilet again yeah right and then after that though because i didn't respond i don't mm. i just do not respond to yeah those. you don't you usually get your way back out yeah i do right <laughs> you just grab a thing of petroleum jelly just yeah that's why i keep it like i i, ha- I have a pallet of uh Vaseline. Yeah, you just wriggle your way back out again. But yeah. after that text, you sent one and you said, "Are are were you scared of clowns as a kid? Because I wasn't." Mm-hmm. The answer is, I'm not scared of clowns. I'm I'm skeeved out by clowns. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's not like you're scared of them. You're just like, uh, you're unsettling. Go away. Yeah, but so I, they always annoyed me. I get that. Yeah. I get that. What is it about them that annoys you? Is it just the... Yeah, whole, like, in your face. It's like, I don't want you around me. I know, I, I know it's it's little Patrick's birthday, but leave me alone. You know <laughs> sure, what I mean? Sure, sure. It's like, blah, blah. I'm like, I know I'm eight, but I don't... Go away. Here, Here's some money. It's... Uh, it's... It's... Well, for me, it, it I can track it back to uh, the original It miniseries that was made mm. for TV with uh, Tim Curry as yeah. Pennywise. That's definitely one of the things that has me kind of skeeved out by clowns. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the clown doll. We've already talked about some previous episodes. The clown doll from Poltergeist. That yeah, the- just clowns do really skeeve me out. A lot of times... Like, eventually, after the Depression, clowns moved over to more of a hobo-inspired fashion, right? Yeah. Before that, and including uh, Pennywise's look, they had almost this, you know, very Victorian-era garb that they wore. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, the big, like the big... Uh, the big fluffy... Pom-pom-looking... pom Yeah, whatever they <laughs> yes. are. I don't know. They, they looked royal, you yeah, know, yeah. but also stupid as shit. Yeah. Weird. Uh, it's called... And I hope I'm saying this correctly, cholrophobia, okay? That's what I was trying to figure out, if it was cholrophobia. That's what it looks like. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, uh, but it literally translates to a fear of someone who walks on stilts. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. <laughs> like, but that means it means a fear of clowns. That's yeah, the diagnosis. It's the unofficial condition. yeah word. People get do people have panic attacks. People faint from it. Like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like clowns really fucking freak people out. Um yeah, I, again, they they scare me to a degree, and it is it is yeah. stuff like the stilts, the cunty, creepy laugh. Like nobody yeah. laughs like that. Actually, my wrestling trainer had a had I, yeah, was like terrified of clowns, but his reasoning I don't understand. And it was okay, so like he went to the circus when he was a kid, and this guy in front of him, like, 
was having like a massive heart attack, oh and they god. stopped the show, and clowns were trying to resuscitate the guy. And oh my god! Somehow, dude. <laughs> oh my god. that's why he's terrified of clowns. I'm like, but they were that trying makes, to save someone. Yeah, but he saw a human being die, dying while and they're clowns like were there. trying to push on his chest, and I get your squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm sure that's why he's yeah. fucking freaked out by clowns. That makes perfect yeah. sense. The creepiest clown I ever saw. Right. Okay, so there was Barnum and Bailey's Circus, right? Yeah. And when I was a kid, my parents would take me out of school one day, once a year, on like a Wednesday afternoon. They would check me out early, and they would take me and my brother to Barnum and Bailey's Circus, right? And we loved it. Mm -hmm. And it was being in a big tent filled with shit stank. It was great. And abused animals. <laughs> and ab no shit, dude. I don't even go to zoos anymore. Yeah. They bum me nah, out. Nah, shit's... Ugh. Well, also, I guess, rest in power, Barnum and Bailey's. They're yeah. done, too. Uh, but when I went to... Cirque du Soleil for the first time, which is the French European I've circus. I've yet to see that. It is take the most unsettling and oh. creepy thing I've ever. The clown they had had it was like a Frenchman yeah. with this. Oh, we win. Yes, and he had like this big wine and cheese yeah. fucking fupa and a yeah. my name is Pierre style mustache. Yeah. It was so creepy, man. Because <laughs> I, I was like, is that a clown? And he yeah. was like, you know, trotting around. He was like, well, oh, ooh. Yeah. I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, you canceled. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You canceled, bitch. Do you remember Bozo the Clown? Yeah, I used to love that show for some reason. Like, what was the one game? It was like, all right, kids, it's time to throw ping pong balls into a bucket that's literally a foot away from you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's all right. right. You, you get a shitty toy from like the... Uh, from the prize thing at like an arcade kind of thing. See, I hated that show. That show, again, that show fucking wigged me out. It did but not, I don't know. Bozo the Clown, right? He was a clown and uh, a, a host of various kids programs across the U.S., right? Depending on where you lived in the 50s, 60s, 70s, right? 80s, too. Yeah, I mean, that's right. 90s. Yeah, yeah. It was all over the place. There was not one Bozo the Clown. God, though, no, it'd okay? be crusty. Exactly. So it was just many different people going under the moniker yeah. of Bozo the Clown. Here's a clip from the Boston version of Bozo's Circus. <laughs> Boston's Channel 5, WHDH-TV. Introducing Bozo, the world's most famous clown. <laughs> So fucking frightening. <laughs> I don't know why. Look, you know, you and my dad, like I asked my dad one time, I was like, do clowns skeeve you out? And he was like, no, I fucking love clowns. They're hilarious. It's like, ugh, I just do not get it. I don't love them. I'm just like, I don't care. I just don't want them around me. I am definitely a fuck clowns kind of girl. So I'm like, uh... We need to defund the clowns. I'm a clown cyst. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. I'm a clownophobic. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's my only phobia. Yeah. That and spiders. My phobia is if I run into their webs, or if I just like, oh, one's crawling on me, shit. Yeah. But I won't, like, look at one and, and like, freak out, which, I mean, as I'm a kid, I had a tarantula. Too. Oh, you're that kid. I was. I wonder who's fucking weird. I had an iguana. All right, look. 
Let's move on from this. Yeah, okay. Okay? I want to hear about your weird pets, okay? We're doing the new It series, but we got to give some love to the original series. Made for TV on ABC in 1990. Directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Right? Director of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. My second favorite Halloween. Not kidding. Uh, Tim Curry's version of Pennywise will always haunt me to death. Yeah. It is fucking great. Here's a clip from the original where a grown-up, Richie Tozier... Right? Runs into Pennywise at the Dairy Public Library. A little young for you, isn't she, Richie? Beep, beep, Richie! I didn't hear that. I didn't! I beg your pardon. Come on up, Richie! I got a balloon for you! <laughs> Don't you want a balloon? He sounds like Burgess <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> One balloon. Come on, Rocky, want a balloon? Okay. Oh, hello, balloons. <laughs> yeah. He's running around with a balloon. <laughs> uh, balloons just exploding blood all over everybody. Nobody's aware. I love how. Oh, we'll get into it. Oh, I love, love Tim Curry's performance in that. I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry's he version. He likes to rock. What, I don't understand what that is. That song. I, I've i got it on vinyl. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Tim Curry has a rock album called, um, shit, it's something Garage. It's a terrible name. Yeah, no, nah, it was, uh, it's Tim Curry's something Garage, but he has a song, I Do the Rock. Yeah, that's it. Let's check it out. All right. From Paradise Garage. Shake my little booty to he it. Shake his little booty. Oh, he's having fun. Oh, yeah. I'm having fun, dude. Inside a place working on cars. He did sit well giving readings, 14 Moscow Road. Osbert giving champagne parties. Sashi's got dick gold. Gertrude's hanging pictures, Alice making tea. I do the only thing that still makes sense to me. I do the rock. That's great, man. It's, it's a great album. It's fun. I fucking love Tim Curry. I mean, dude, Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror Picture Show, he's my hero. I'm not kidding. I fucking yeah, we've talked love about that, that movie. And I'm, I'm talking about it again. Okay. okay. Well, I didn't mean it in that way. I was just saying... Tim Curry's version of Pennywise, you know what? Let's just say it. It's more of a rock and roll type of evil yeah. compared to Bill Skarsgård's, which is almost an alien foreign type of evil. Yeah, like a entity kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like something non-human is is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's very apparent from the opening scene, which we'll get to in a second. But the 1990 it is why I am skeeved by clowns, right? You know, and yet I'm not scared of killer clowns from outer space. Okay, if you'd have given me some time, we would have gotten Okay, reference, I am so sorry. Pooper. I didn't know. All right. So what do you say? Shit. We're going to take a quick break and go to a word from our sponsor. Hey, y'all. We are taking a quick break to tell y'all about our Slasher Movie Podcast Now merch store. 
available on tpublic.com. Link is in the description. We got t-shirts. We got pillows. We got coffee mugs. We got stickers. We got it all, dude. It's fantastic. And if you leave us a review, a positive review, okay, on Apple Podcasts, we will send you a free SMPN coffee mug. Just screenshot the review and email it to us at slasherpod at gmail.com. Include your address, and we'll ship it out right away. Let's get back to the show. Let's do it. Okay, we're back. We back. That was very quick. <laughs> and we back. That is the title track from Killer Clowns uh, from Outer Space by the Dickies, available on Apple Music. Link is in the description. Just your regular New England rainy kind of shitty day. Be careful. Now, Bill can't come outside and play today because he's got... He's, he's got, got the Rona. He's got COVID-19. Yeah. And you got Georgie running around his little slicker. Yeah. And he's got a little, little paper boat that George, that Bill just made for him. And it, I mean, there's just the relationship between these two is so fantastic immediately. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's just running along. He's having fun. Now, the boat's getting away from him. Now he ducks under one of the things and then... Dumbass whacked his yeah, kid fell on one down, of the saw horses. <laughs> Idiot. No, but uh, no, but seriously, y'all, the boat's floating away. This is so close to. I mean, both the original 1990 miniseries and this one open up with this, and it's in the book, and it's pretty much beat for beat. Yeah, and they're both great. I'm gonna be honest with you. The original 1990 with Tim Curry's intro is great. They both kind of cobble together stuff that Pennywise says in this opening scene. Yeah. There it is. Hi, Georgie. Hi, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, nice Bill Skarsgård. Mm. Do you want it back? Bill Skarsgård. Um, yes, Bill Skarsgård. Bill like nice Skarsgård? Skarsgård. I'm about to scarf down some Bill Skarsgård. All right. Skarsgård. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. He's so good in this. Sick. I bet I could cheer him up. I'll give him a balloon. There, again, there's nothing behind Do you want a balloon this balloon? clown face that yeah. says, I'm a human being. Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, even with Tim Curry's, it looked like, I'm, I'm an ugly British dude yeah. in, in clown makeup. This one has a different shaped head. Very true. Very eggy. Yeah, very eggy. Yeah. Very eggy. Eggy. Well, he also has sort of like a... Like a... You know, Alice in Wonderland, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you smell the circus, Georgie? This scene There's is... I'm just going to say it now, and I think it's kind of obvious for a lot of people. This this scene is so fucking jarring. It yeah. sets the tone for the movie, and it's genuinely frightening. Yeah. Genuinely scares me. I do. Because they... It'd be great if Georgia was like, I, I don't, is this supposed to be funny? This yeah. is why I don't like clowns. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're not, you're not, you're not very funny, mister. Oh, and he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to eat you now. <laughs> Without you both, you don't want to lose it, Georgie. Bill's going to kill you. 
Take it, Georgie. That was a trailer. Oh, okay. I think it was like, I don't know why oh. it did that. Anyways, he rips his arm off yeah. and steals him. Yeah. This is burned into my brain. Pretty much unchanged from the book. Bill Skarsgård's eyes. Yeah, very uh, reptile-like. Very reptile. Yeah, they yeah. definitely, yeah, those are not, those are, you know, fun fact. Mm-hmm. And I know we have factoids from beyond the scenes to do later. Yeah, I know. But those are actually his eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, it's an astigmatism. I, I might have saw that. <laughs> I think you probably saw that in your research, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. This is back in the day before we thought everybody was a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Where you could just go run around, yeah, 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 and you go talk to clowns in sewers. And it mm-hmm. wasn't a problem. Your neighbors would see that. They'd be like, oh, look at little Georgie talking to a clown in the sewer. None of my business. I'm not batting an eye at this. Exactly. You know? And then fucking Chris Hansen shows up, and he's like, everybody's a pedophile, and I go to prison for writing bad checks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Back in the 80s, dude. I'm telling you, though, man, back in the 80s. Things were different back then, man. It was. It was a whole different decade. Whole different. It was a different decade. It that, was. Do you ever trip out on that? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. In my old neighborhood in Atlanta, it had those old school big sewer drains, right? Mm. Just like the one in this movie. And every time I passed one, every time, I would think in my head, hiya, Georgie. Oh, yeah. Every time. And oh, it, yeah. And it would just immediately get skeeved out. Quick question. Seeing as you're not scared of clowns, does Pennywise not do it for you in terms of uh, the fear factor? Uh, I mean, he's freaky. Yeah, of course he's scary. That's that's the point of it. But like, it, it never really like clicked with me, though, to like be like terrified so does this movie scare you at all or is it just sort of this is a fun movie you just it it's definitely a fun yeah. movie i definitely get it for like the goonies it's, it's freaky yeah well but it's also got like the goonies yeah you know uh stand by me thing mm-hmm. but it's it's i think it's also pretty freaking terrifying yes yeah, sure. yeah you know uh anyways rest in power mm-hmm. georgie who played georgie um, a song. Uh, Jackson Georgie? Robert Scott played Georgie Denbro. R.I.P. Jackson Robert R. Scott. Yeah. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, good. Okay, he's great in this. Yeah. Uh, the original book and movie series covered the years 1957 to 1958, right? And it flash forward 27 years to 1984 to 1985 when everybody's about 40. Mm. Now. This is updated to 1988, 1989, and Chapter 2, which we're doing next week, covers the Losers Club returning to Derry in 2016. <clears throat> now, back in 2009, Warner Bros. Uh, Warner Bros. <laughs> we're Warner Bros. Back in 2009, Warner Brothers was dead set on adapting it for the big screen, but they had one big stipulation, and it's going to sound weird when I say it. They, they, it had to be one film around two hours in you length. Couldn't do that. You couldn't do the first hour. Like if you had to do the split in half thing, mm-hmm. the first hour cramming this, all the stuff in that book or in this movie into one hour, and then the second half they're all in their forties. It's just yeah, weird. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Plus, you would be skipping out a lot of stuff. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You would have to cut so much good stuff out of this. I mean, again, the book is 1,100 pages. Yeah. So, you know. I hate this, but I've got to fucking shit real bad. What? I have to fucking shit. Okay, we'll be right back. They brought on David Kajganich. Uh He had written the script for that Nicole Kidman, Daniel Craig movie, The Invasion, back in like 2005 or something. I'd never seen it. He said it in the 80s, which is a smart move, right? Updated for today's audiences. Nobody's going to get this 50s stuff. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're like, uh, okay. Be like the number one hit show is about a talking ventriloquist dummy. Or yeah, something. howdy yeah. doody. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Oh. Uh, and then in 2012, Kerry Fukunaga got involved to direct. Now, Fukunaga had directed Sin Nombre and Beasts of No Nation, as well as the pretty fucking stellar first season of True Detective. Beast of No Nation. What was that? It was a Netflix movie. Was that the one with... Idris Elba, I think, was in it. I don't remember. I saw it once. It was good, though. I saw it once, too, and it was really no, good. No, I don't think Idris Elba no. was in that. Okay. Yeah. I thought he was the, uh, the like, uh, the captain guy. Or no, the... he was the big mean cat in Cats. That's what you're thinking of. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, Fukunaga's a boss, and when I heard he was going to direct the adaptation of it, I was so excited that I nearly pooped my britches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you? No, but then I started foaming at the mouth, and my oh, heart started fluttering, and I passed out. Oh, and no. Started biting people. That's rapies. And humping things. Uh, <laughs> yes. But Fukunaga and New Line Cinemas, who were now in charge, they couldn't see eye to eye, and the project was dead in the water, right? Down below the streets of Derry, with Georgie Porgy floating, because they all float down here. And you'll float, too. If I lay on my back, uh, yeah, I probably can. Speaking of floaters, actually, we have a new sponsor, GasX. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, Tums. Finally, Andy Muschietti, right? Uh, an Argentine director. He had just made a ghost movie called Mama. Mama! Right? He stepped in and shit got rolling. Okay? Let's talk about the Losers Club. All right. All right. Right, you got Bill Denbro. Just played by Jaden Pinkett Smith. Lieber her. Well, you know. Sure. Hey man, A for effort. He was in Saint Vincent with Bill Murray. <clears throat> you got Bev Marsh. Yep. Who is me uh turn the page? <laughs> uh Sophia Lillis as Beverly Marsh. You got Ben Hanscom. Jeremy Ray Taylor. You got Eddie Kazbrack. Uh, but, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Are these all three named people? They're all going to assassinate the president <laughs> I was one about day? to say <laughs> that. I think this? they're all serial killers. You got Mike Hanlon. Uh, which is uh, Chosen Jacobs. Uh, and you got Mr. Beep Beeps himself, Eddie Tozier. As uh, Finn Wolfhard. That's right, who, of course, is famous for being in uh, the Stranger Things. Yeah. And finally, Stanley Uris. Wyatt Olaf. Poor old Stanley. Poor old flat. Little mama's boy, Stanley. Stanley. Little shitty old unmanly Stanley. Flat Stanley. Can I confide something in you, Phil? Sure. 
Stanley's kind of a puss, bro. Oh yeah, as a mama's boy. He's all well, it's not just that he's just always walking around, he's just sulking and being pragmatic and bookish, like fuck you, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? There's a killer out in these streets. Yeah. And he's walking around being sad about a painting woman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, who would we be? That's the question. I know it's the question you're thinking. You like to do this a lot. And I was curious too, is who would we be? I think we'd both be Richie Tozer. It's Tozer. Tozer, yeah. Richie the Dozer. I don't know. I mean, well, hold on. I feel like we're, I feel like we're going to be combo characters. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I definitely get Ben Hanscom, because that was a fact. Yeah. I definitely get Ben Hanscom. I also, I can get Richie Tozer. Right? I would be Richie and Bill. You do have the speech impediment? Yeah. Right? Okay. Let's see, but I'm, I just, if anything, I'm more Bev Marsh. Okay, yeah. And I and I, I know I say this a lot, but I just feel like you're Slimer. Okay, I'm Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he does, he's just a big, he's a big, booger. he's a big guy, uh, booger ghost. He's a flying booger ghost. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think I think you're a bit Richie because you're an unfunny cocksucker. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but you're also kind of a bill because you're a leader. Yeah. You're nice and stoic. Uh-huh. And you're fucking yoked, bro. You are so fucking I am shredded. Like my bicep. It's crazy. I always identify with Ben because, um, yeah, again, little fat kid. And also mm-hmm. I had like a shitty, stupid poetry phase. <laughs> and Eddie because I was a nervous kid, a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. Like I get Eddie Kazbrack. So hard. Wait, no, you're thinking of Stanley Uris. No, that's Eddie Kazbrack, dipstick. Eddie Kazbrack's the Jewish kid. Yeah, but you're and s- the nervous hypochondriac okay. kid is Eddie Kazbrack. I would figure that would be Stanley because he thinks he's always sick. No, Eddie Kazbrack is the one whose mother has convinced no, him it's he's not. always sick. Yes, it fucking is. I've read the book and I did the research. I know this. Stanley's the quiet one. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Casbr. I'm not kidding. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I am 100% right here. Don't ever do this again. Okay. Okay? And it wasn't local age. You suck. Okay. Let's see. Uh, these kids are so fucking well cast. Mm-hmm. They're oh, yeah. They're so well fucking cast. They feel real, you know? They're interplay. Yeah. They're funny. They're believable. No, I totally agree thoughts, with you. It's just an agreement. Then. No, it's no, a big it's, agreement. It's a gentleman's agreement right yeah, here. I didn't. You know? It's a love fest. Research their like career. Be like, we'll see. So and so was in this, but they weren't like the only person like in this. Uh, that's the kid that like had a lot would be uh, Finn. Wolfhard uh, from Stranger Things. Sure, the I rest mean, don't really. What a great last name, Wolfhard. Wolfhard, yeah. God, it's like dog boner. Like, that is so badass. Jim dog boner. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't sound as yeah. good. Hi, I'm Jim dog boner. He's just, hey, I'm Jim dog boner. Yeah. Laugh it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've it's heard German. It. Yeah, okay. And I, yeah, everybody always makes fun of Jim. <laughs> <laughs> the world according to everybody hates Jim. <laughs> I hate Jim. Yeah. I wish it was every the world according to John. Mm-hmm. Or Garp. You know, who's your MVP of these kids? See my MVP. I'm 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 gonna go with Mike. Mike Hanlon. Yeah. Why so? It's interesting because uh, he doesn't get a lot in this movie. Sadly, I think the adult <laughs> version of Mike Hanlon obviously gets a lot yeah. more. Um, I, I just really liked the gun he had. I don't know the. Uh, 
Okay, so your favorite acting gun. in the movie is his gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fair enough. I'm not fair arguing. Enough, yeah. Okay. Mine would be uh, Sophia Lillis and uh, Jack, you know, the kid who played Eddie. Yeah. There's, Eddie Kazbrack is so funny. He is so, he's got the just nervous Nelly, my mm-hmm. mom's fucking crazy thing down pat. And uh, Bev Marsh is, I mean, Sophia Lillis in this movie is so fucking good. She has got a massive career ahead of her. Mm, She's got to. She has to, dude. She's so good in this. So good in this. Um, Yeah, they're backstories, too. And I wanted to talk about this. And it's, I mean, when you're talking it, especially the first half of it, you have to talk about these kids' baggage, right? Oh, yeah. Bill's brother's death, Mm -hmm. right? Bev's abusive father, Mike Hanlon and racism. Ben's a fat kid. Richie, which we find out his baggage more in part two, but everybody in this movie's walking around with fucking baggage. Yeah. You know, it's they're they're like brought together and and they bond over the fact that they're the outsiders. They're the kids who were bullied. Yeah. And the you and goonies. I you and I can get that. Yeah, well, I mean it's yeah, a, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, a story yeah. revisited a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's just done so well in this. And oh yeah. Again, it's that ragtag group of losers. Yes, it is. And you know, when I, every time the reason I love this movie so I mean there's many reasons, but one of the ones that connects to me so much, I'm sure a lot of people is I was definitely a loser. Oh yeah. Like I would have been the leader. Yeah. The leader of the losers. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank, thank you. you. No, no, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Jacque. Jacque. <laughs> My wife. That's popular yeah. again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, it's just these kids are walking around with all this fucking baggage. That's what draws people together. It's technically known as trauma bonding. The name's Bonding, Trauma Bonding. My name's drama. Uh, my name's Bonding, Drama Bonding. Trauma, not trauma. Trauma Bonding. <laughs> I prefer my psyche shaken, not stirred. <laughs> Money pussy. <laughs> I mean, look, let's talk about dairy for a minute. I can't have it. <laughs> you do have, you have, you have multiple problems with your stomach. Yeah. Right? As we figured out earlier. <laughs> Okay. We had to take a break as Philip had to poop immediately. Yeah. That's the other thing. When you poop, it is like 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 it's just now or it's the pants. Yeah, yeah. That's mind blowing. It right? wasn't gonna be like a pants when I if I <laughs> held it though, it would be very painful. I'm like, all right, I'm just be fidgeting. Yeah. Trying to like sneak out some kind of like gas to soothe it. <laughs> you know? No? No. Okay, I, cool. I, I I it's just having that be said. <laughs> Yeah. In the middle of this episode is something else. <laughs> well, you know, you know me. <laughs> Why are you single? <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, man. This whole thing. Oh, just podcasting. No, like no. I, just, you tell I, somebody, I did a circle around me. The second you did it, like, a, you know, you're on Tinder. Yeah. Like, so what do you do? And you're like, well, I, I podcast. And uh, that's like, gay. <laughs> deleted. It's like, what? Let's talk about Derry for a second. Derry is a fucked up town, right? You know, kids go missing. There's a demon clown on the loose. Murders, arson. The town is like the Bronx in the fucking 70s. It is nutso. And it makes me think about the town I grew up in. Okay. Swanee, Georgia. Yeah. Where... It just seemed like your happy little suburban place. Everybody's riding their bikes. They're like, ah, oh, candy corn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cotton candy. Yeah. Everybody's running around just being popcorn. Like, yeah, popcorn. Pop, pop, pop. Everybody's pop, pop, running pop, around pop, pop. having fun. But there was, I remember there were people who were like, yeah, like I remember a kid came to school with a black eye. Mm-hmm. And I found out that, uh, you know, his dad was beating him. 
the you know stuff happened in my house when I was a kid. Like like yeah. you know the stuff that you don't talk about and you just go the suburbs are perfect. Yeah, it's just fun here. It's a nice small town and everybody you know sticks to themselves and everybody's nice and nobody steps out of line. Nope. And it's it's and yet underneath is just this mountain of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, I totally agree. It's this like you know Yellowstone geyser of fucking diarrhea Boom. that's about to just erupt one day. Yeah. And that's what dairy is. That's what dairy is. Dairy, dairy is a uh, is, is a is 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 a winding road. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King based it on Bangor. Right, it's a hard-ass working-class town, and these kids live in this warped world where bad shit happens and no one ever discusses it. Yeah, just sweep it under the rug. Yeah, it's just it's repression, right? Yeah, you know, in this movie, there's a scene where uh, uh, what's his name? Henry Bowers. Yeah, where Henry Bowers has. Ben Hanscom up against the rail, the guardrail, and he's about to carve his name, name. in that kid's stomach, right? Yeah. And a car with adults passes by, and they don't even look. No. And then in the rear, you see the you see the red balloon, and the red balloon there doesn't mean that it was necessarily Pennywise driving that vehicle. Yeah. It means this is the stuff we don't talk about, mm-hmm. right? This is the stuff we just look the other way and let bad shit happen. Yeah. And let's be honest, the past year has been uh, everybody having to go. Holy shit, we have to address at least some of this some of this and addressing at almost none of it yeah <laughs> again yeah. we're just like and we just, just call it all lies let's go back to happy times <laughs> yeah well we're trying <laughs> yeah we are aren't we hope we get there yeah. seems to be feels like it anyways today yeah. but you know it's 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 the yeah it's just the, the noise in the background right yeah just the static energy behind you that is propelling you through every decision you make in your life Mm-hmm. And yet nobody ever talks about it. Yeah. Just the trauma, the baggage, and these poor kids are just trapped in it. And they're the ones who have to step it up and actually do something about it. I love the message of this movie. Mm-hmm. I really do. Is These kids fucking matter. Yeah. You know? It just always means a lot to me. You know. You know. It's so like the real world. <laughs> uh, which... When people just stop pretending and start getting real. All right. <laughs> Which season? Uh, for me, the only one I ever really cared about was New Orleans. Uh, I, remember there was I the think I guy. remember that one the most. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was the formative years, man. That was Did Mike Mizanin. Uh, who's that? The keyboard guy? He's the Miz now in wrestling. He's the Miz now? Yeah. Okay. I don't watch wrestling, so why would you go there? I just know he was one of the real worlds. He was like the. He was uh, one of the real worlds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was one of like the prankster ones. Oh like the really? Shit, yeah. What was some stuff that you had going on in your life back in the day? Uh, well, there was the dead brother thing that happened in like '91. Uh, so having to live uh, as the youngest child, uh, it was. Uh, 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 <clears throat> Like, it's kind of like uh, the parents are there, but they're not, like, 100% there, so you don't really get the attention that you would have if everything was normal. Or not normal, but... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like, very distant. You had a lot of that growing up. Me, too. Yeah. Me, too. Where, like, I mainly uh, played with myself. <laughs> I did a lot of Before that too. Before that, but then that happened, and then it just it went just ramped up. up. Yeah. 
<laughs> it just accelerated. It became a thing I need to call the doctor about. Well, plus, I mean, you have a speech impediment. Yeah. So when you were a kid and we were kids in school, I remember kids would make fun of you. Yeah, like that. there was that and the isolation kind of thing. Yeah. It's the worst thing. Yeah. That's the worst thing is when is when it feels like nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I had that too. I was a little gay kid. I was fat. I was stuck in just some suburban Republican stronghold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was just like, okay, all right. And I just felt all alone. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And that's when you find friends. Mm-hmm. That's when you find friends. Yeah. Usually people who are going through their own kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know, instead of people who are just popular or something. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Bill Skarsgård, man. He does, he, dude, it, it, this, I mean, I, this, I, I mean, what he does, it's just, Whoa. it is so good. good. He is so fucking good in this movie. He plays a good, like, creepy dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From everything I've heard, he's a major creep, bro. Just in his personal life. He's, he's like Radiohead. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't want to get the reference. Okay. I'm in a perfect body. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I only listen to the ink spots. Okay. <laughs> I might. You might have let me listen to them once. I don't know. 1940s music. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> You're not the boss of me now. Hey, I didn't say I was. Okay. Okay. Life is unfair. Get in the middle. Malcolm. <laughs> McDowell. Okay. He is so good in this movie on so many ways, Bill Skarsgård, because he's able to... He portrays it so fucked up. There's no real connection. Yeah, like ever... we've talked, it's not human at all. No, it's yeah. it's, it's very non-human yeah. what he's doing here. You know... The Pennywise, the the one, the thing that really gets me the most is when Pennywise is rushing towards one that's, of the kids. That's that like skitter. Yes, that's just, that is very ah! yeah. That, that's very freaky and unsettling. That's one of those. Yeah, if that was happening to me right right now, that would that would be uh be very. Which I mean, I've had like those crazy dreams, like the sleep paralysis shit. So shit was kind of like that in those dreams. So yeah, that shit's terrifying. That scuttle. In fact, here's one from a scene where Bill Denbro goes to the basement, which Georgie was scared of, and he finds Georgie down there. And then he finds Pennywise. When Pennywise, Pennyface, when Pennywise goes rushing towards people, that is fucking frightening. Mm-hmm. That's like really I said, it's that well weird, done. like scuttle, like insecty snake lizard kind of thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's so. It's uh, again. This is not a human clown man who's not crazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is a monster from a totally different dimension. Pennywise was definitely a character for me growing up. But this rendition, I do think, is the best, right? Like, oh, again, yeah. Love Tim Curry, but this version is the balls, dude. It is gnar, 
Okay. It's an out-of-this-world look. It really is. Yeah. It really is. If Pennywise came to you, what shape would he take? What scares you the most, dear boy? What shape would Pennywise take if he were to visit you? I'd say just like a weird, like, contorted shadow-looking creature kind of thing. Like, tendril kind of stuff. Like, Lovecraft kind of shit. Okay, like, so like yeah. a Cthulhu-type thing yeah. coming towards you. Yeah, a big tentacle pussy thing. Sure, sure, a big tentacle pussy I'm thing. I'm like, well, I gotta get it sometime. <laughs> it sucks me in. It just sucks you in like Tetsuo. and uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he uh, absorbs me. And you see my face, like, on his shoulder, like in his shoulder fat. The thing that scares me most, I guess if Pennywise were to come towards me, it would be an owl. Owls? They are freaky, they but a lot of birds are. Yeah, but owls in particular. Well, they dude. can move their head all the way back. Yeah, they fucking scare me, dude. I do I am, I am, dude, I am not, like, a big fucking talking owl who, <laughs> like, mocks my stretch marks from when I was a fat kid yeah. and then eats me? Fuck that, Yeah, yeah okay, Not yeah. a fan. Don't like it. Never will. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a pretty good owl. Thank you. You're welcome. I uh, used to, um, I was a bird watcher and I would do bird sounds to attract the birds. Mm -hmm. I thought we were past fake news. Okay. There's no time for this. I can't let it go. <laughs> okay, so the losers, and then you got the bullies. Mm -hmm. now, who plays the bullies, Phil? You have, plays Henry Bauer. Um, it's Bowers. There's Hen multiple. Henry Bowers, uh, Nicholas Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Um, they did that play about him. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Mm hmm. He he he's like this is like the only th like big thing he's been in. Well, I see bigger stuff on the. Well, horizon I do too. For yeah, him, yeah. You know, yeah. let's you know. Okay. Well, I don't have the other two. You don't have Belch Huggins. No. Why? He's a massive character. <laughs> I forgot to write, write him down. Okay, well, look, other people play the bullies, Phil. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Be best. We got to figure something Wait, gotta, else out. Yeah, we got to change that up. <laughs> we'll do We'll do it next week. Yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Well, there was Belch. He was the fat kid with the anthrax shirt. Yeah, and he would belch. Yeah. Yeah. His superpower was he would grab a kid and he would belch into that kid's face and that kid's face would melt. Bro, okay, like acid. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. The kid they got to play Henry Bowers, though. What's his name again? Nicholas Hamilton. He taps into that white mm -hmm. trash energy so hard. Dude. Yeah, he has that mullet, yeah. the cutoff shirt. And just also that like little ratty white boy face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> like, shithead little white trash <laughs> yes. yeah, look. Like he has white trash bone structure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there was nothing he could do except yeah. look like a piece of shit. Oh man! And his dad is the sheriff, uh huh. You know, or at least a high-ranking police officer. You know, it totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. The scene where he has gone mad and he stabs his father—that's to death. Gruesome. Holy fuck balls! Well done, Henry. Kill them all. 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 
Pennywise is kind of a jerk. I kind of a duty head. He's kind of. Thank you. He is kind of a doo-doo head. Mm-hmm. Like, he really is. He lives in a sewer. So. He li- <laughs> Who lives in a sewer and eats children. Pennywise. Pennywise. Thank you. <laughs> Some of the scariest scenes in this movie are the ones that could have easily been taken from the news. Not Huey Lewis's backing band. Oh, okay. The like, you know, the 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 son kills father. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just the the mad states of murderousness that Pennywise drives people to is something else. It's quite special. Yeah. The everydayness of evil, the blandness of it, the usual aspect of evil, Mm -hmm. the stuff you read in the paper. Yeah. When you're taking your morning constitutional. Mom drowns kids. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, where you're just like, holy shit, it's just frightening, you know? Can make you a cynic if you're not careful. Okay, yeah. As opposed to the grand horror of the house on Kneebolt Street. Holy shit, the house on Kneebolt Street. The haunted house, the epicenter of Derry's evil, the whirlpool of all that is wrong. This movie differentiates from the book in a major way. As we said earlier, uh, Stephen King saw it as his final exam in horror, right? His chance to pull out all the tools in his toolkit and get it all out in one epic tome. And so in the book, Pennywise is just one form evil takes, right? It also comes in the form of the great movie monsters of the 50s, mm-hmm. right? Werewolves and such, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And this, Muschietti takes a different tact, Right, it's more realistic in a sense. Uh, but the house on Kneebolt Street is the flat-out best haunted house scene in a good while. Yeah, it is genuinely frightening. You remember at first Eddie is walking down Kneebolt Street, mm-hmm. taking a shortcut, and he comes across the leper. Yeah, let's play the, the leper. The leopard? No film. Oh, no film. I guess the reason it came in a in the form of, of a leper to Eddie is that Eddie, Eddie's a hypochondriac. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? The no nose, the club foot. This movie's so good, and it, 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 the thing it does very well is it makes you feel swarmed by the by the fear that fear yeah yeah right it just everything's just coming at you once it's shown itself yeah i want to grab you it's the biggest fear of all oh yeah when you when you're scared of something is that it's going to reach out and grab you and now you have to contend with it exactly you know it's very animalistic now (laughs) phil they can't see us but you also have no nose yes and boils your mama told you that uh that's what would happen if you didn't stop sniffing around the cookie jar yeah 
<laughs> she just lobbed it off. Yeah. You know, but you've made a good life out of it. Yeah. You know, I think you're, you know. Hey, at least with no nose, I can't smell all the bullshit. <laughs> He's want to say. Yes. <laughs> That's his tagline. Yeah. And you can't I'm have it, Coffee right? mugs. That's trademarked. The losers have teamed up now, right, in that classic stand-by-me Goonies way, and they discover some crazy stuff. They're talking to each other one day, and they're just like, have y'all noticed this fucking clown? Have y'all noticed this clown in this town's a little weird? He's like running around being a clown, and this town's weird. And what's yeah. going on with this clown in this town? This clown in this town. This town and a clown, a clown in a town. And like everybody's frowns. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And because Bill is dead set on rescuing Georgie, they discover that the house on Kneebolt Street sits on top of the epicenter of the town's sewer system. Right? They go in the house, and, well, let's just say things get a little scary. They get a little scary. Time to float. That's what I say when I'm on the toilet. Yeah. I'm going to do the floater joke twice in one episode. Yeah, they all float. <laughs> yeah, they really do. I'm concerned. Yeah. Pennywise is, you know, at this point, there are moments in this where I'm just like, man, Pennywise is having a fucking blast. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want Pennywise to be sad. That wouldn't be entertaining. Yeah, you want him to be happy and excited and laughing. Yes. And mocking them. And mocking them and eating their bodies and storing them in his floating kids cauldron. Yeah, it's kids' fridge. (laughs) It's kids' fridge. He's, you know, there's the classic, the sad clown. Yeah. Pagliacci. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was he was laughing on the outside, dying on the inside. And look, I know Pennywise has his demons. Hell, he is one, right? Mm-hmm. Some sort of space god What's demon. that song? Everybody loves a clown, so why don't you? I don't know. What I was thinking it? of clown songs. I think the classic one would be... Calliope music. Yeah, I think it would be that, man. Okay. If you're thinking clowns and you're thinking their songs, like that starts playing. They, Yeah. You know, that's like playing fucking God Bless the USA by by fucking Lee Greenwood, man. Exactly. You're going to get a lot of tearing up, you know? You should. Damn right you should. They'll take off their pro clown hats, put it to their heart, start sobbing up. Yeah. Okay. Your hair is winter fire. January embers, my heart burns there too. Ben loves Bev. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, reading. Thought you, you wrote that for me. Oh no! Hold on. Can I? Uh, I'll I'll adapt it. How about okay. That? Thank Thank you. Your hair is winter. Shit. Just let me finish. It's okay. gonna be sweet. Okay. It sounds aggressive right now. Let me finish. Okay. Your hair is winter. Shit. Uh huh. January turds. Okay. My butt burns there too. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. I love you. Yeah, cool. No return of that love. Wow. Wow, man. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm a hard guy to love. 
You knew what this was. Yeah, you knew what this, <laughs> this was. This was an understanding. When we started this. <laughs> but Ben loves him some Bev. Like, he is all about Bev. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? She's exactly. amazing. She's, you know, she's clearly, she's she gets it. Yeah. She's smart. She's funny. She's kind to him. You yeah. Know, she listens to him. He just moved to Derry, mind you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't even know who he is or give a shit about him. She actually cares. Yeah. You know, she'll give him a little shit for listening to New Kids on the Block. Yeah, but who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, you know? But Bev, on the other side, Bev is all Team Bill. Yeah. Right? And why wouldn't she? He's fucking intense. He's a leader. He's the Cyclops in X-Men. I don't know. In the comic book? Yes, and oh. like in the comic strips. Oh, okay. In the funny papers. Oh, sure, Dilbert. Yeah, Stuff yeah, Stuff like yeah. that, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dilbert. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Is like, Evil Dogbert? Yeah, there's Evil Dogbert. He's there too? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Thank Cat God. Catbert's there. Okay, well, how could Cal- Catbert's always there? Yeah. That's the problem with Catbert, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about Catbert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're so right. He kills Dilbert with a bow and arrow. Does he? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. That's, I hate to see stuff like that. Me too. People need to just get along. You know? yeah. That poem, though, your hair is winter fire, January embers, my heart burns there too. That's a beautiful poem. It's that like is good. A, genuinely, it's a good poem, man. Yeah. It was in the book, obviously. Yeah. I don't remember if it was in the 1990 version, oddly enough. I yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, it, it he was. He left it on Bev's door and took yeah. off. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then he grew up to be. Uh, John Ritter. John Ritter, man. Man. Fuck, dude. That's a shame, dude. I love John Ritter. <sighs> Did you ever have that uh, that tween age romantic poetry phase? No. Yeah. Why am I shocked to hear that? Like, <laughs> you classless boy. Like, I would try to write songs and stuff, but uh, like, I wouldn't do poetry. I wrote a poem one time. Oh, yeah. Did you want to hear it? Sure. Your hair is winter shit. Oh. January turds. My butthole burns there, too. <laughs> Dang, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Should get that published. <laughs> it's a great poem. It's the interplay between the various relationships. In the book, you have hundreds of pages to expand on that. In the movie, even though it's split into two movies, you put them together, it's about five hours long, because this is a two-hour and 17-minute film. Yeah. So this is an epic duo, you know, duology. Um, but it's also, they do really well with the interplay between the various kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate it. Good banter. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, right, right. So the end of the movie comes up and they're like, look, we've had it. I'm tired of this darn clown. I'm tired of this fucking clown. I'm (laughs) fucking... With his clown nose. His fucking clown nose, his man. His clown hair. His big buck rat teeth. <laughs> yeah. Right? Ugh, not a fan. Right? Ugh. Okay. I can't stand that. Yeah, that's like another one of my things is when somebody has like very bad teeth, like, and they're talking to me like face to face, I it's like I can't stop looking at their teeth. It's like the same thing if there's somebody has like a huge mole on their eye or something something mole, strange mole, mole, yeah mole. yeah well, one of those things yeah <laughs> those teeth were gnarly so they've teamed up and now it's time to go kill them some motherfucking clown dude uh speaking of a bunch of dead clowns um okay there's a i didn't say a bunch okay well there's a mass graveyard called showman's rest 
clown graveyard. Uh, what? It was, there's a mass grave in Forest Park, Illinois at Woodlawn Cemetery. All the gravestones are marked June 22nd, 1918. A mass grave containing clowns, trapeze artists, and other, and other um, circus performers. Yeah, it was like, so it's this huge train wreck, right? So, on the night of June 22nd, 1918, the members of the Hagenbeck-Wallace Circus were asleep in, uh, like, in their cars, right? Um, the train um, engineer, Alonzo Sargent, who was a train engineer for 16 years, had fallen asleep, and he missed all the automatic signals and flares that were warning him of a stalled train uh, smashing into the other train uh, at 35 miles an hour, and most of the dead were believed to have died within 30 seconds. Uh, As the survivors scrambled to pull themselves from the wreckage, the train's kerosene lantern set fire to the wreckage. So besides just a wreck, it was a fucking fire, too. Uh, those that survived watched helplessly as their friends and family burned in the inferno. Um, hours after the crash, the bodies were extracted from the wreckage. Joe Coyle, a clown who was seen weeping beside the crushed bodies of his wife and children. 127 injured, 86 dead. That's fucking crazy. I'm gobsmacked right now. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. My God, man. Oh, yeah. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. Yeah, you know that shit's haunted, man. Okay. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, so they uh, go and they fight Pennywise. Yeah. Right? And uh, they, they, you know, they do pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. Kill him dead? Yep. They kill him fucking dead, dude. They kill him dead? What's the last thing Pennywise says before he disappears down that drain? I'll be back. <laughs> he puts on his sunglasses? Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, fear. <sighs> yep. And he falls apart. Yep. That's amazing. The point of this movie is conquering your fucking fears. Exactly. And these kids did it in this episode. This first episode. I was going to say, or did they? That's the thing. Look, we're going to find out next week that every 27 years, all right, Pennywise is technically in the 27-year club. Yeah. Okay? And every 27 years, it returns. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, these kids, let's go to the scene. Or they promise to come back if it ever yeah. returns. And they said, the Goonies are good enough. I can only remember parts of it. I thought it was dead. That's what it felt like. I saw us, all of us together, back in the cistern. But we were older. We, our parents' ages. What, what, what were we all doing there? I just remember how we felt. How scared we were. I don't think I can ever forget that. Swear. Swear. If it isn't dead, 
if it ever comes back, we'll come back too. The thing that always, I mean, look, what a powerful ending. Mm -hmm. But the thing that always gets me ready to cry is on Eddie's um, cast Mm -hmm. when he broke his house when they were in the house on Neibolt Street. Yeah. That girl wrote loser on it. Yeah. And then he changed it with a red sharpie to say lover. I fucking love that. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. That is so great. That's a t-shirt. That'd be a great t-shirt. would be. You know? Or just walk around with a cast. Yeah. <laughs> it just says lover on it. Yeah. <laughs> How great. Oh, man. That, and then look, that's the end of chapter one of it. Yes. Right? Next week we're doing chapter two. Of it. Of it. But now... It's time. You ready for this, Phil? Yeah. All right, here we go. It's time for Factoids from Beyond the Scenes! All right. Why do you always get so embarrassed when I scream it's that? It's just so loud. Is your neighbors? Yeah. <laughs> They're loud anyway, so whatever. Exactly. Phil, um, do it to it. Okay. Pennywise only has four minutes of dialogue in the entire film. Four minutes of dialogue? Yeah. That's powerful. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but that's how great a character it is. Because the entire time you're like, ugh, fucking clowns out there. <laughs> ah, well. Jack Dylan Grazer, who was uh, Eddie, was the first out of the kids to work with Skarsgård. During their scene, he would cry and gag while Skarsgård was in his face yelling and drooling, um, so Skarsgård was concerned for Grazer after the scene ended and asked him if he's okay. Like, so he checked in on him and he was like, oh, no, I'm fine. I liked it. I was having a fun time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, he overreacted. Like, oh, the, yeah, the kid sure. was just acting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the dialogue was improvised, especially uh, the banter between Richie and Eddie. Rob Reiner for Stand By Me, he got all the kids together to hang out for like a month before they shot it so that they would actually have realistic connections with each other. Yeah. And this movie feels like that, too. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, go on. Uh, Skarsgård got his inspirations for... Uh... Oh, yeah, he got his inspirations for Pennywise for the, from The Shining, A Clockwork Orange, uh, The Dark Knight, and Silence of the Lambs. Interesting. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, the teeth prosthetics um, would make him like uh, a drool. Would make yeah, like would make Skarsgård like just drool like really bad. And but the director was like, I like it. It makes you look like uh, you're ravenous. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that yeah. wasn't on purpose. No. Nah, yeah. It was like just oh, from. Yeah. That's, so that's why it kind of sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. And he's always just drooling down his cheek. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the highest grossing Stephen King adaptation to date. Besides Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Movie. Adaptation. Okay. Yeah. That one. I keep forgetting about that one. <laughs> that's a weird one for Stephen King. Um, Skarsgård <laughs> when he was auditioning for it. Would have to wear clown makeup like to get there to the auditions. So he would just have like clown makeup on, just like in his car on the way to do it. He's just he's just in like his Yugo driving over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's backfiring. Everybody's looking at his car, black smoke shooting out the exhaust pipe. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Okay, so the cast of the Losers Club, uh, the kids, um, they came up with their own ideas of who they wanted to play them in the second part. Uh, Finn Wolfhard said Hater. Uh, what, yeah, he wanted uh, Bill Hater to play Richie, so he got his wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia Lillis. Beverly Marsh wanted Jessica Chastain, and she got to get that. Right. Chosen Jacobs wanted Chadwick Boseman. I feel like you really talked over my joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you said Bill Hader, and I said he's drinking Haterade. Is that funny? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, Jack Dylan <laughs> Grazier, Grazier uh, who played Eddie, wanted Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, well, you're not getting them. Nope. And Wyatt Olaf, who was Stanley, wanted Joe Gordon-Levitt. Oh, Joe. Like, you know him. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. JGL, uh, man. JGL, dude. Jeremy Ray Taylor wanted Chris Pratt. He's, uh, oh, yeah. Which the, fa- the fat kid? Was Ben, yeah. Okay. Uh, and Jordan Mar- Jaden Martell, uh, which was Bill, wanted Christian Bale. That would have been a get. Yeah. That would have been a get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that kid thinks highly of himself. I want Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. You want the guy that screams at I want an angry British yeah. actor. Oh, what is going on? Why, what is going on? What is all this shit? You suck. I hate yeah. you, don't I? <laughs> all right. Um, the Duffer brothers were originally brothers. wanted to direct the movie, but they were overlooked because at, no one really knew who they were then. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who they are. Who are the Duffer They're brothers? the creators of Stranger Things. They oh, direct, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say they went to create Stranger Things, which has Finn Wolfhard. Nice. Dog yep. boner. Dog Remember boner. Remember that joke <laughs> from an hour ago? No. I said dog boner earlier. Okay, cool. Do you dog. remember anything? The bounty boner. What else you got? Okay. When Ben looks out the window when he's at the library and he sees him say... Uh, okay, you did it wrong again. It is library. We've tried this 20... Library. We've edited this 20 times. It, say it right or pay the price. When Ben looks out the window of the library... <laughs> Thank you. He sees the... the like... The four main kids, like uh, the Loser Club, come down on their bikes and say, Hi-ho, Silver, uh, wait, hi-ho, Silver Away, which is okay. a nod to the novel. Hi-ho, Silver, wise from your grave. Right. Yeah. Interesting that you did it that. It was. Um, <laughs> so six months before the movie came out, um, Stephen King got to see it, and he was impressed. Yeah, I bet he yeah, was. He's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, somebody finally did this right. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Uh, Skarsgård had admitted that uh, he was so into his role that he would have like constant like nightmares and shit. You know, some of these actors now, yeah, they start playing these weirdo, wackadoo clown characters yeah. and lose their mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's and it's like, hey, well, clown, the last you know? guy that played Joker, I mean, he's already lost his mind anyway. He's a goofball. Oh, he's a wacko. <laughs> yeah. He's a wacko. He's an interesting person. It's like Jacko on his backo. Yeah. Remember that from the 90s? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bingo was his name Oh, <laughs> No. No one. Uh, well, despite playing the villain, uh, the cast and crew 
uh, said Skarsgård was a very polite and caring person that would constantly check f- on the kids. I feel like you would have to be yeah. if you're playing Pennywise. No, I'm an animal in real life. Yes, I hate well, them all. Exactly. Do I get to eat these kids? Well, it's like when Jared Leto played the Joker. I remember reading one one factoid from behind the scenes, mm-hmm. so to speak, where he had like sent the rest of the cast like dead animals or something. Yeah, he would I was do like, like weird pranks you. and stuff. Like, Don't do that, this? Jim Carrey shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you're that's not more, Andy Kaufman. That's more Tom Green. Yeah. yeah. What else you got? Hang on. No, don't tell me to hang on. You hang on. That was it. All right, and that does it for this version. Yeah, that. <laughs> this does it for today's factoids from beyond the scenes. Scenes. You get so skeeved out when I'm screaming, man. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Well, Phil, how'd this movie do? How did it do? How did it do? I asked you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Hang on. Well, the budget was $35 million and it made $701.8 million. Okay, so let me tabulate that real quick. Carry the one. Uh, do, 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 you do, always do, have do. to carry the one. Did you ever notice that? Uh-huh. Carry the one. Can't carry two. Two's too heavy. Yeah. Can carry a one, though. Well, So I'm carrying the one right now and carrying it. Okay, so I made 701 point what? Point eight. One point eight. Mm, that's a flop, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, what a disaster. Oh, that sucks. All right, so what are you giving it? I'm going to give it five killer clowns from outer space. Sure. And I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it five candy mans. Interesting. Are you going to ask me what I give it? What do you give you it, Michael? Son of a bitch. Thank what you. Do you give it? I'm going to give it a great big bear hug. Okay. We got to move forward as a country. That's true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else? That's it. All right, well. As the dawn light breaks and the ghouls rescind to their darkened recesses of the human mind, so does this episode of Slasher Movie Podcast now. But don't fret, for we won't be taking 27 years to return to haunt your eardrums. We shall return next Monday, as we always do. Yeah. And this time, it's personal, for we'll be doing it. Chapter 2. Episode 2 of our two-parter. Yes. Thank you. Of course, as always, remember to like and remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps keep the show going. And of course, if you would like your own Slasher Movie Podcast Now coffee mug, just remember to rate and review and do a screenshot of said review and send it to us at Slasher slasherpod at gmail.com I'm struggling it was a long night I was celebrating slasherpod at gmail.com and we'll send you the most absolutely ghoulish of coffee mugs (laughs) it'll run over with blood and and, uh, coffee at some point I would imagine remember to wash it and as we are once say around here keep on slashing 
Yeah, we really do say that. We do. And I really appreciate it. And I dig that about you. Thank you. You're welcome. Jekwee. Jekwee. My wife. Yes. <laughs> See you next week. A Bad Ego Production. <laughs>